This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Matt, earlier in the week on WGR, we had Will Birchfield on. Uh, he is from 97.1, the ticket, our Odyssey sister station. He said he thinks the Lions have maybe the worst linebacking core in the league, basically. Well, that tells me another game where maybe the Bills want to get back to running the ball against what has been a porous Lions run defense. But we were also out here and saw Josh Allen. Big news, no sleeve, no brace. He was throwing some passes. How do the Bills attack the Lions? What do you expect to, to see on Thursday? Screw running the ball. Attack the <laughs> secondary. I want this to be a Josh Allen get right. And no game. Jeff Akuda, by the way. He's gonna. That's a good young corner who's got a concussion. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why I'm saying I think this is the game when Josh Allen gets right. Maybe he makes a mistake or two. It took them a little bit to get clicking the other day. But for me, if you're the Bills, that's how you attack this. You take your bread and butter, which is supposed to be your passing game. You let the run game sprinkle into the mix, but you let Josh Allen go out and be your best player, and I think that's what they're going to do. Yeah, I think that they need to attack through the air because the opportunities will be there to attack through the air, but I like the fact that they're leaning a little bit more on the run game where they can, and they showed the ability to last week to maybe take a little bit off Josh Allen. Look, at this point, we all thought, you know, Josh, front runner for MVP, like, that's that's not the concern anymore. It's, it's not about Josh Allen and statistics, and I'm not saying anybody here would think that, but now it's about winning football games the way you can, and if they can run the ball and do that again against this team, that's what they need to do. Tyler Bass Six field goals last week. Great job. Tied the franchise record he set as uh, as well as Steve Christie. But it is going to be a challenge against this run, this uh, Lions run game, and that's where I think they're going to have to make sure the Lions don't get any success because that's how they can control the game. This is a weird one because you look at the Lions, and the Bills are big favorites, and the Lions have had their struggles this year, but they have rattled off three straight wins, and offensively they can do a little bit of everything, and I know people are like, oh, it's Jared Goff, but Jared Goff is still a capable quarterback. I think Jared Goff is better than Jacoby Brissett was, and Jacoby Brissett had a really strong game, but then you look at their two-headed monster at running back. It's not like you can go all out and stop 
one of them because the other one will have success against you. So I think the Bills need to have kind of a more spread out plan of attack. I think they have the playmakers to be able to do that, but I wouldn't write off the Lions at all. I know it felt like Sean McDermott was kind of sending that message today too. I don't, oh yeah, I don't know where that narrative is coming from. That like this is just a game that the Bills should absolutely run away with because I don't feel that way at all. I think the Lions are a pretty good sneaky team, and when you throw in. The environment, you throw in Thanksgiving Day in the afternoon in Detroit. I think the Lions are going to give the Bills all they can handle this week. All right, so it's been the tri- this will be the trifecta. The Bills played on Thanksgiving in the 4 o'clock window mm-hmm. against the Dallas Cowboys in 2019. Then last year they do the night game at the New Orleans Saints. They're two for two. Now they get the afternoon game, the early afternoon game in Detroit. They've had success in this situation. They've had success by having these games kind of altered. I think Sean McDermott does a very good job. And by the way, proof last week, all the things, all the chaos they went through, they were still able to you know get to Detroit. I do find it interesting and I think it's very smart. The Bills aren't changing anything, Matt. Same hotel, visitor sideline, visitors locker room, even though they're the home they were the home team, they want everything to be as routine as possible to get this back to being a normal week. Can I make an observation? And sure. This is just based off of what you just said. And this isn't even something we were planning on talking about. I think back to the first Thanksgiving game, the game against Dallas in twenty nineteen, as the moment when the Bills became this Bills team. Like this, I agree. This was the turning point of okay, you're that team that's on the up and up to, okay, you're a team that's probably going to be here for a while. And it was not the same team, certainly. In 2019, it was really great defense. Josh Allen was trying to limit the mistakes, doing just enough to get them to the win, and the defense was really carrying the load. I know that has changed since, but I feel like ever since that moment, the Bills have been more in the spotlight, not just here locally, but really all around the country. I remember turning on the TV after that game, and it was, did the the Cowboys lose this game? did the Bills win? And the consensus was the Bills are pretty good. Like the, At that point, the Cowboys were reeling. Nobody knew what was going to happen with their coaching situation with Jason Garrett. I remember in the game, I think they went for it on like fourth and one on their own 20 in the first half, and people were like, wow, Jason Garrett's really going for it. But to me, that was the game when this team became one of those teams that's going to be in the spotlight now for honestly as long as Josh Allen is in the league. They're going to be one of those teams that's always talked about, and that for me is when the light switched was that Thanksgiving game in 2019. All right, let me ask you. So now You'll be in Detroit. I'll be in Detroit covering this game. It's a 12.30 p.m. start, and in the press box, I'm sure they're going to have turkey at about 11, 11.30 a.m. What are we thinking about that? Well, I appreciate that they're feeding us, and I appreciate I mean, I would assume they are. I would think they do Thanksgiving every year there at this time. The Dallas spread was unbelievable. Oh, amazing. The New Orleans spread, hey, thanks for being great hosts. But, (laughs) you know, I'm not going to say anything more than that. I'm sure the Detroit spread, because they do it every year, is probably pretty impressive. That being said, after this year, let's cool it with the Thanksgiving games for a little while. I think maybe Bills fans feel differently about that. Maybe you can host a game on Thanksgiving. That would be amazing. I understand why the league keeps doing it. The Bills have become must-see TV. I mean, they put up the ratings. People are going to watch the Bills. People are going to turn on their TV just to see Josh Allen and the Bills play. Because for a lot of years, this first game, the 12-30 game, it's always like some random Lions quarterback against some other random team. And you watch it because you have fantasy football players playing or maybe you've got a better two, but you're not actually that interested in the game. This time it's different because the Lions are on the up. The Bills are obviously the team that they are. So, yes, I will be enjoying the Thanksgiving food. The early Thanksgiving food? You okay? 
okay with doing it that early? Yeah, I'm okay with doing it that early because it's still enjoyable. I also will not let go overboard or anything because at least for me, my plan is to kind of celebrate Thanksgiving on Friday Mm -hmm. with the family. So doing it back-to-back days seems like overkill because there will still be Thanksgiving leftovers had on Saturday because I'm doing Friday. So if you do Friday, Saturday, three days in a row of turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes, that's that's a lot. All right, and then obviously the Bills aren't the only game on Thanksgiving. So real quick here, that game you just talked about, like, okay, well, the Lions, like, kind of the way you look at that early game, that's the way I'm looking at the late game. It's Giants-Cowboys, like, whatever. We'll be flying back. I'll be in the charter. I'll be following it along, but I don't really care. The night game is interesting. Patriots-Vikings Thursday night. That's a good game for Bills fans to watch. Look, we're all hoping the Bills win, right? I think you're listening to this. You probably are. If the Bills win, they're actually back in first place by a half game in the AFC East with Miami still to come against Houston. We know that. They'll probably retake it. But then that Patriots-Vikings game becomes very, very critical for the Patriots. And if the Bills lose, the Patriots would actually tie the Bills with a showdown coming up next Thursday night. Wow, that's interesting. I didn't even think about it that way. I do think that this is going to be an opportunity for the Vikings to bounce back after yeah. just getting their team Agreed. kicked in against the Cowboys. And I know the Patriots are coming off of a win, and they've kind of, I think they've won a couple games in a row now, but I don't think they're doing it in an overly impressive fashion by any stretch. So I think this is kind of a get-right scenario for the Vikings. And to me, it feels like this is an opportunity for the Vikings to get a win. If the Patriots fall, then they're kind of fighting for their lives, regardless what happens with the Bills game next week when they come to New England. All right. Well, we're going to try and come back at you next week around the same time, but uh, we want everybody to enjoy their Thanksgiving and their Black Friday and maybe their Sunday full of football all afternoon. That's like, that is the good thing about Thanksgiving. You can watch football. How Ohio State, Michigan Saturday, you got NFL on Sunday. That's the good thing about playing Thanksgiving. Yes, that is true. Also, did you mention USA England? There you go. You go ahead. You're you're the bigger soccer guy than me. Oh, no, I'm not. I don't know anything about soccer. I know, like, I love the pageantry. I don't really follow it. No, I love watching the World Cup. It's just me too. Fan, I think that it's like I found myself nervous watching the game against Wales, even though I only knew like three or four players that were actually out on the field. They call it a pitch sale, they call it a soccer, no, pitch. that's right, a football pitch, not a field. But yeah, I was sitting there nervous, so that will be, I think, a really fun one to watch the England USA game. And then, of course, you go into a big weekend of sports, and then you've got a Sunday slate of football where you can just kind of sit back, put your feet up. Although, I think Sunday of next week will almost operate like a Wednesday of a normal week, so the Bills will probably pl- practice on Sunday. We want to thank our director, producer, I should say, not director, our producer, who's always helping us out, Lucas Buckley. He does a great job. Happy Thanksgiving, Lucas. We appreciate all you do. We appreciate all of our listeners downloading, subscribing, however you do it, on iTunes, on Spotify, wherever you pod. Matt Bove, Sal Capaccio, it's always game day in Buffalo. Thank you so much. Want to say happy Thanksgiving to everybody? Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to everybody who watches, who listens, to just anybody out. I don't even care if this is your first time listening to it. Just happy Thanksgiving to everybody. There's so much to be thankful for. We're so lucky that we get to do this for a living talk about sports, write about sports. It's really, really, truly a blessing. So every time once we get to Thanksgiving, I always, it stinks every once in a while being away from your family on the holiday. But when you take a step back and you realize what you get to do and how passionate you are about it, it's pretty fun. So happy Thanksgiving to all of you out there. I hope you guys get to enjoy the day. Hopefully you've got a nice meal with family and friends and you enjoy the hol- the start to the holiday season. I'm already ready for Christmas though, baby. I know, <laughs> I know Thanksgiving hasn't even happened. No. I'm already just like, give oh, me yeah. to Christmas. Hey, me too. And I got Max has his birthday in one week. So we got birthday, then Christmas. When's his birthday? December 3rd, a week from Saturday. I'm the 27th. There you go. Oh, my mom's the 26th. Look at that. All you Sagittarius people. And I'm around here. All right. Well, have a great weekend, everyone. We'll talk to you next week on It's Always Game Day in Buffalo.